Blog Talk Radio. Time to watch this movie. Shut the fuck. 98. Ah! It's Hey yo, hey yo, regardless of rain or snow, sleet or hail, I kick street tails, choking niggas like I'm free well, golden state, holding your face in the palm of my hand, blow you away like it's part of the plan, I gotta call it like I see it, talking like I be it, walking my walk, thugged out, orthopedic, cause I'm soon to be up, give me room, watch me heat up, niggas try to stick me like Abdulawima, follow the leader, make me go extra hard, yo Norris, should I hold back or show the repertoire, quit at 16 or throw an extra ball, just for the non-believers, I show them why it's so hard to reach us. I get pussy with my father's speeches. Puff heavily. See me at 6'1, weigh a buck 70. Catch me in spots, y'all niggas never be. Packed in, like Green Bay. Harlem week to Queen's Day. Performing a cappella, no DJ. 98 live, no replay. Make it seem easy. So tell a friend and tell a friend that it's them again. No, Champagne on the rocks, pouring the Fort Knox, Lazarus, Shark salad with carrots, corn chops and applesauce, twin connection, disrespect and watch your body caves and pump the shoddy gauge and hit the shorty whitey potty trainer. I ain't playing, I'm truly the worst, to be the first to get his whole body fully reversed. Who's your hurts, leave you double dead. I'm a bubble head, I never listen to nothing my mother said. And yo, I hold niggas ransom for money like Johnny Handsome. I'm son of niggas so long, I think I got a grand on my passion is money. A stash and a honey that won't ask no questions. But don't blast anybody, that's my kind of girl Kind of world I wanna live in, not a cell Or a prison or in hell, so I'm getting just a little ghetto Where my niggas control the middle and know the riddles of life For others no only get little Rich places, sick places See my story, 6,666 pages Wages, I wrote six aces And at the same dice game, I caught six cases All over big faces, now I tip laces Ready to dig faces, but the bang it ain't a bit spacious Niggas building up their rib cages, cats like the rib places, bloody lip cases. Kim is a big racist, but I stand for the big places. But the world know your girl though, I fuck her off a furlough. Should be up, put me up, all your sales could be luck. Only question for these ducks is baby girl, could we fuck? You the type that need a wife. Wax told y'all to keep the light. Asshole, y'all don't play around. I lay it down. Fuck around, I spray around. Flick a biscuit, nigga, risk it. My ass, yeah. Ain't kid. no nigga in the world, you know, thorough than this. Buffs off and sit the hot barrel dead on your lips like two thirds of a brick. Panero and kiss the crystal white fluffy parts that are come back with. See, the plan is to stash y'all. Cash y'all. The weed so strong. They gotta put it in glass jars. Niggas try to smoke me out, then smoke me out. The rims on my new joint be poking out. I'm about to have no. Feelings. Shit is deep. Do they dance with the devil when they sleep? I wake up gripping the air, wishing the head. Shit that they kick in your ear when your soul drifts in the air. My gift is half rotten when I spit it dead. I should have dropped down my eye. I'm tired to cry. And I ain't never seen a nigga that's too live to die. They say you get what you ask for. Get it cause you ask for it. A nigga ain't a thief, then he better have the cash for it. And we gon' be around till your body rot. And if the feds brung us in, we get the same time God he got. Love for you. 
and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of the Skybox. This is your boy Chills. Little chat. Howdy, howdy, these are people sharing up in this joint. I'm sitting out in the on the people's porch, aka the people's cigar lounge, enjoying a nice stick on a decent night, getting ready to talk to oh, oh. my main man, my brother from another mother, Chills. You know, you know what I'm saying. What to do? Yes, sir. What to yes, do? Actually, actually, uh. Did that not so long ago. I mean, I, I sat on my patio, you know, sat back, relaxed, enjoyed the weather, and sparked up a nice little cigar real quick. You know, things to do before the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, I see. I, already, I did like two of them today before the show with, with wifey, so, you know, but wifey sleeping. So I said, you know what I do? No, and I don't want to be in the room while she's sleeping doing the show. So I said, I'll come outside and make, make an outside appearance tonight. So I'm ready, I'm ready to do this thing. Uh, that's what's up. Oh, always. Yeah, always. 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 Let's do the same, man. Let's get started with the quick three then. Uh, so, tonight's quick three is actually going to be a little different because it's actually going to be a quick four because there are uh, two stories out of uh, wrestling that I want to cover uh, in the quick three, so I made it a quick four. But we're gonna, before we get into that, I want to get into the first uh, quick story, which is from MMA, uh, which was, it was announced uh, on Wednesday that uh, former UFC middleweight champion Anderson Silva has been pulled out of this Saturday's UFC 198 event, which is taking place in his home country of Brazil. Now, it's not like what happened with Conor McGregor and not making appearances or what have you. Uh, Silva actually had to have surgery today on his gallbladder. His gallbladder became so inflamed that it caused severe abdominal pain and because of that, he has been pulled from the fight where he was supposed to fight Yura Hall in his home country. Hall was also subsequently pulled from the event. And because the event has taken place this Saturday, there has been no replacement for uh, this event. So, um, <coughs> tough for for Silva, who uh, has been considered one of the main attractions of the card. And he is considered wild as one of the best. Uh, mixed martial artist in UFC history. Uh, as uh, former, like, as we mentioned, he's a former uh, middleweight champion. He defended that championship ten times, and his reign as champion lasted on UFC record seven years. So um, it, it, that's a sad, sad, sad news for a, a great fighter like Silva to not be able to make the uh, to make it to this fight. But you know, when stuff like that happens. You gotta take care. You gotta take care of your body. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Godspeed to him. Speaking of Godspeed, uh, Ricardo Lockett, Seattle uh, Seahawks have scheduled a press conference for Thursday, in which it is expected that Ricardo Lockett will be uh, announcing his retirement from the game of football. As many people know, uh, in the Week Eight game against the Dallas Cowboys uh, this past season, the wide receiver suffered severe neck injuries after getting hit with an illegal block during that game. Uh, Lockett would go on to say later on that had it not been for the care of trainers and medics on scene, quote, I would have died on that field. Uh, but unfortunately, he did, like, fortunately, he did not die, but the 29-year-old Georgia native who spent his entire career with the Seahawks, including winning a Super Bowl, um, will have to walk away from the game 
uh, due to the severity of the neck injury he suffered in that game against the Cowboys. So, again, tomorrow, Thursday, uh, a press conference has been scheduled by the Seattle Seahawks uh, in which Ricardo Lockett will ex- is expected to announce his retirement <clears throat> at the age of 29. Uh, so, wish the best of luck to uh, Sir Mr. Lockett, and hopefully, you know, he can go on and have a, at least a good uh, quality of life going forward. And uh, finally, the two stories that will make today's quick three or quick four have to come from the WWE. The first WWE story has to do with someone who has been a mainstay of WWE for more than 30 years, a man who has gone up against some of the greats and have made them look very good in his role as what wrestling insiders will call a jobber. Steve Lombardi, affectionately known as the Brooklyn Brawler, was released by the WWE on Tuesday after more than 30 years with the organization. Um, Bobby Heenan, who used to manage the Brooklyn Brawler, his wife, uh, Cynthia Heenan, posted on Twitter on Tuesday that he was released uh, by the WWE, and the WWE did release a statement saying that they did, in fact, release uh, the Brawler. Uh, the Brawler, again, was was one of the most beloved jobbers in the um, in the business. He was there to just lose and make the stars look good. Uh, in 83, before becoming a popular hero as the Brawler, uh, he wrestled under his given name, which was Steve Lombardi. He became the Brooklyn Brawler in 1989, uh, and he did have some wins as the Brooklyn Brawler, including uh, a win against uh, former, uh, a former 14-time world champion, well, 13-time world champion in Triple H back in 2000. Um, before his release, he was actually working backstage, uh, working on the Superstars promos. Uh, it was said that in order, if you, if someone could not get past him in terms of cutting a promo, then they wouldn't make it. So I have to wonder how Roman Reigns made it past Steve Lombardi. Okay, all right. Man, on. what? Okay. He must have shown. You know what? He must have showed him his. You know what? I'm not going to go there. <laughs> yep. I'm just saying. So, you yeah, know, Steve, Steve Lombardi. Is no longer with the WWE after more than 30 years with the organization. And the second WWE story has to do with a rosebud, a rosebud who has all of a sudden become a lemon. Uh, Raymond Lepin, who is uh, affectionately known in the WWE as Adam Rose, was arrested early Wednesday morning uh, in Hillsborough County, Florida. The sheriff's office uh, took Rose into custody uh, in Lutz. At 1.30 a.m. on Wednesday, he was booked and charged with battery, domestic violence, and tampering with a witness. He he has already been released from police custody. Now, Rose is currently serving a 60-day suspension from the WWE due to a wellness policy violation, that uh, the same violation that he has decried on social media saying that he did not purposely violate. Right before we went on the air, just a a few hours ago, it was reported that uh, TMZ picked up the story and said that what happened was that Rose grabbed his wife, Cassandra Lepez, and pulled her towards him as he screamed at her. Uh, Cassandra would then go on to to call 911, 
but uh, Rose would rip the phone away from her, which is why he was booked for felony tampering with a witness as well as domestic violence. Um, and also what was uh, reported as well is that now the WWE has suspended LePan indefinitely. This 60-day suspension has now been turned into an indefinite suspension, and I'm pretty sure that it's going to turn from an indefinite suspension to a release very, very soon. And that is your quick four for today. Wow, that was a great that was a great quick four. <clears throat> but like, come on now. This whole Adam Rose situation. Like it's like you wanna feel bad for him because I mean, he really needs the money after seeing uh the uh E sixty from a year ago year and a half ago. But it's like, come on now, you have to be a grown man and act like you need the money. <clears throat> I mean, his story was sad, but come on now, you can't do shit like this. Right. Exactly. But it is what's done is done. And like I said, now it's looking like he's going to be out. And um, and speaking of out, like last week, there were a lot of places. We, we might as well go into the wrestling talk. Uh, quite a few people yep. were given their release uh, from the WWE just last week, um, which was, I think, on Friday. Uh, some of the most notable names included uh, Wade Barrett, uh, who is a former fi- uh, four-time Intercontinental Champion and a form- and a King of the Ring. Uh, he was given his release. As many people know, he had already made his intentions known that he was not going to renew his contract in the summertime. So he was already he was given his release. Other people released included Hornswoggle, finally, El Torito, Cameron Bow was time. also released. Um, Cameron was also released uh, <laughs> among others. But uh, it was a, definitely a Black Friday for uh, a lot of superstars who had promised but ended up not really doing much with it. So, what are your thoughts on some of the releases? Okay, well, we are. We everyone knew uh, about Waver's situation. I mean, he made it known that he was not going to renew. So for I mean that that release made sense because I mean he's not going to renew and he's looking to go elsewhere. I mean, at this point, Wade Barrett should look elsewhere. I mean, he's what thirty three, thirty four. I mean, right now he still has some years left. Hopefully, he can stay healthy during his pushes. Because that's one thing that has held him back in, in WWE. Every time he would get a major push, he would get hurt. <laughs> it was like he couldn't get the push without getting hurt. It was like it went hand-to-hand. So maybe this could – maybe this is what's best way for right now. I mean, I don't know if he's going to go back to uh, England, but honestly, I think – he would do well going to, let's say, Ring of Honor. I think he would do well. Ring of Honor, maybe New Japan, maybe even Lucha Underground. I mean, he he has options. I mean, I would say TNA, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, like, anywhere but TNA, though. Hell, he could oh, probably do well at BEWA before he do well at TNA. I'm just saying. Yeah, he might get, he might saying. get a check from he he might get he might get his first check from from BWA before TNA. Um, I know, right? But um, wait, 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 champ, 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 champ. Let me uh, let me ask you this question real quick. Um, okay. 
there was a rumor that I, I, that I heard last week about Ted Turner buying out TNA. I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but let's say if this rumor is true, can this possibly save TNA? If it's true, possibly. Because at least Ted Turner still has television, has a television network. TNC, CBS, he still has that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And he may also have, what, True Network, I think? True TV, I think, maybe? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he has That's what CNA really needs, because CNA ain't doing shit with Pop. With Pop. What, what the fuck is Pop? Exactly. Let's, let's be for real. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So they're not really doing anything TV-wise. They're not getting the exposure. They're recording They're recording their shows we, so far in the, you know, so far in the, you know, back, that, you know, Eric Young had him probably go have a match a day before he showed up on X and, uh, NXT last week. It's like, you know, TNA is a thinking freaking shit. And I think that Billionaire Ted would be the only life preserver that that company has. The only life preserver that company has at this point in time. And if the rumors are not true, then it's only a matter of time before TNA goes under and the only competition that WWE will have possibly would be, you know, at least uh, domestically, would have to be Ring of Honor. Would have to be Ring of Honor. Uh, and even then, Ring of Honor may not be able to compete because they don't have really good TV contracts either. Like, they're syndicated for the most part. They did have something for a brief mm-hmm. period where they were on TV in a good capacity, but that went away. So now they're in a situation where they're syndicated. Uh, I used to watch RRH every week, every week, right before TN for Impact. I would watch RRH, and I was so caught up. I was caught up, and now I haven't watched RRH in months on a channel that I don't know what channel it's on now, and I don't know what time it comes on. So I don't know what the hell is going on. I just know that Jay Lethal has been the, the RRH world champion for almost a year now, and he's, um, he's pushing to try to uh, break CM Punk's record for longest reign as a world champion in RRH of three, 434 days. Um, so that's the only thing I know is what's going on with uh, ROH and the fact that Adam Cole just joined the Bullet Club. That's all I know is oh, going yeah. on in ROH. And that um, Addiction just became tag team champions for the umpteenth time. <laughs> so that's <laughs> all I know what's going on with ROH. I don't know what else is going on with ROH. I don't know if uh, Dalton Castle got his boys back. Uh, I don't know if, the, if the, the, the Briscoes are still there. Are they still tag teaming? I don't know what the hell's going on. But CNA well, you have a lot of point there. CNA needs a lot of help. But I wanted to go back though to the uh, releases because I also forgot to mention it was not only was Wade Barrett, Hornswoggle, El Torito, and Cameron let go, but also Alex Riley was let go. Zeb uh, Culture was Zeb Culture was let go. Santino was let go, even though he had retired from in ring competition due to injuries, he was let go. And Damian Sandow was let go, which I think was the most shocking uh, release out of uh, all the ones that were released uh, last Friday. Because all they, uh, all Damian they Sandow did was waste that man's talent. That's you, all they did was waste that man's talent. Bruh, clearly, this wait, guy had, wire, bruh. clearly, this guy was able to pull off any gimmick that you threw at him. Damian Sandow should have got 
should have got a push when he was missed out. I'm sorry. This guy was your he he had your fans. He was over with your fans. I mean but yet you, you know bury this guy? Come on now. You know what sucked? What sucked though was that he got a push when he won money in the bank, but then that shit got very quick. He became the first person to unsuccessfully cash in a money in the bank and it all went downhill from there. He ne- and he Honestly. never recovered. I mean, the Mizdow gimmick was the, was a slight recovery, but it just wasn't enough to get him back on TV and to get it. And he was one of the most popular guys. He was so he was. popular, but yet he couldn't get on TV. And then I mean, Alex Riley gets released. Of him. Yeah, exactly. And then Alex Riley gets I mean, released, and he had his final. Alex Riley had his final WWE match uh, tonight on NXT, which was taped uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, he uh, faced Shinsuke Nakamura in a losing effort uh, in his final WWE match. Everybody remembers Alex Rodriguez. I mean, Alex, Alex Riley was most notably known for being a part of uh, NXT uh, before it became its own brand. It was actually the little training competition. And then he became the Miz's uh Basically, I guess intern, if you want to call it that, and when the Miz was the WWE champion, uh, Riley would then go on to have a single career, which didn't amount to anything. Uh, he would go on to NXT, did some broadcasting work before coming back in wrestling, and now he's gone. I kind of feel bad for Riley because he is a local guy. He's a local boy. He is from the DMV, but I mean, he is. damn. But you know, hopefully he'll be able to. Maybe he can come back to the to the area and go up to uh, MCW, the Maryland Championship Wrestling, and, and, and mm-hmm. get it back or something like that. You know, who knows? Mm-hmm. But, That's uh, a thought. But, nah, I want to touch back on the thing about that thing, though. Um, I mean, yes, he did win money to think. Uh, they really could have did something. Let him cash in. Why not? I mean, even if he had had a title for a week, why, why waste? why waste it? Why have him win it to only lose it to Cena? Like, come on now. Like, what, what was the purpose of that? I mean, plus, I mean, him and Cody, that feud, that feud should have been great. Just them going back and forth over the summer until Sandow cashed in. But, I mean, I was really disappointed with that release. Honestly, I was disappointed, but at the same time, I'm kind of relieved because hopefully he can find somewhere that will that can u- utilize his talent. Yeah. Yeah. I wish him the best. I hope he does find somewhere and he can show WWE that they 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 really wasted what they had in him because he had it. He definitely had it. Um, I want to, like, touch on a quick baseball note. Um, the Nats were victorious today over the Detroit Tigers by a score of 3-2 to in Nats Park uh, today. But the big story coming out of that game uh, wasn't the score, but was the performance of uh, starting pitcher uh, Max Scherzer, who tied a major league record by striking out 20 Detroit Tiger hitters in that victory. Uh, The 31-year-old became just only the fourth pitcher in major league history to record 20 strikeouts in nine innings and the third to do it in a complete nine-game inning, uh, not including – extra innings. Uh, what made his performance pretty good also was the fact that he didn't walk about it. He only threw just 23 strikes on 119 pitches, 
though he did give up six hits, which included two solo home runs to Jose Iglesias and J.D. Martinez. Now, he, the 20 strikeouts uh, tops his previous career high in strikeouts of 17, which came in a no-hitter that happened in his final start of last, of last year um, for, uh, for the right-hander. So a big record-setting day for him and a victory for the Mats. For the for the Nats, they go, they defeat the Tigers three to two, at at Nats Park. So that's just a quick, quick little note there in, in baseball. So before, so we want let's let's talk hockey. And, oh uh, the, man, let's the, talk hockey. The the, the the disappointment that happened uh, 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 yesterday. Last night. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Woo, what a disappointment! Like I mean, come on now. First, I mean, they I was, was I mean, they was they was down. Then they came back. Then they go to OT and bruh, goalie's reaction was mine. I, I had the same I reaction the, that the goalie had. Yeah, I was at the tinderbox box with Whitey, uh, watching the game, and it was three nothing in the mid part of the second period. And I looked over to one of the other regulars there, and I said, yo, dog, this game over, dog. I think this is it. It's a wrap. And he even thought the same thing. So I, we was like, I barely was paying attention to the game. Me and Wifey was sitting up there chilling, smoking cigars and talking. Next thing I know, I look up in the third period, and the caps are down 3-2. I'm like, okay, shit, let's go. Come on, let's do this thing. Then they scored the goal to tie it up, and we was all in there just cheering like, yes, all right, man, let's go. Let's go. And then I didn't see the overtime, but then I got home and got the email alert saying that the Penguins won and uh, going on to the Eastern Conference Finals. I was just like, well, there it is. <laughs> that DC Sports curse gets us again. Uh, once again, it continues. Like, I mean, how much longer will this curse be in effect? Like, what is it with the with DC teams where they just can't get over certain humps? I mean, the Caps, they can't advance further. They can't advance far in the playoffs. You have the Redskins who can't win consistently. You have the Wizards who, eh. It's like the only team that can win in D.C. are the D.C. United. <laughs> right. Here's, you know what's funny? Somebody posted a picture. Uh, one, of my, one of my closest friends, actually he's the godfather of my son, posted a picture earlier today, and it was the most telling statistical picture I've ever seen on Facebook. It showed the different cities who have at least four sports teams, like at least a sports team in, all, in, in the four major sports uh, leagues, football, NFL, NBA, NHL, M- and MLB. Mm-hmm. And it shows the number of times that their teams have gone to a conference championship the turn of the millennium, 2000, 16 years now, 16 years, this count. Do you know what city is at the bottom of that list? Zero appearances in a conference championship in 16 years in all four major sports. I know, I know the answer to this one. I have my hand, ahead, actually I have my hand raised. I know the answer. Okay. Washington, okay. Washington D.C. Washington, hey, you will be D. correct, sir. C. You will be correct, sir. We have not made a conference championship in the NFL, NBA, NHL, or MLB in six, 16 years. 
16 years. The conference and some and, and some of those and some of those sports some of those sports it goes back even farther than that. Like you look at NFL, we haven't made a conference championship since 1991-92. NBA goes back farther than that. NHL goes back. Yeah. So. The, the, NHL. The last time. Last time the Capitals made it to a conference final was 1998, I believe, when they lost the Stanley Cup to the Detroit Red Wings. I think. Exactly. <laughs> I, exactly. I, think that's, so, I think that's correct. I, you might be. You might be right. You might be right. But so yeah. the bottom line is that this city, we just can't get over the hump. We can't. Honestly, get over the hump. I. Honestly. At this, I mean, at the time that this city was really, this city went through a period special with the sports franchises, though. I mean, let's look at the Wizards. I mean, their front office has been fucked up for years. <laughs> Come on now. Let, I mean, think about it. Anytime when you have Chris Webber, Rasheed Wallace, Ben Wallace, who else they have? Juwan Howard. They had all these players, Rip Hamilton, all these great players that they drafted. He couldn't do shit with him. So Ben Rashid and Rip all go to Detroit and win a title with the Pistons. Chris Webber. Right. We, we trade him for old Mitch Richmond in a PlayStation game. PlayStation <laughs> 1, I might add. He goes off to Sacramento and have the best years of his career until he blows out his knee. Let's see, Redskins. Okay. Okay. This team really hasn't been the same since Jack Kent Cook died, and they left DC. I mean, front office has been has been hor- I mean, has been horrible up until the hiring of Scott. Uh, chemistry be- between players, we we've lacked that for so many years. I mean, when Snyder took over, I mean, it was no consistency at all. I mean, coaches coming and going left and right, not even finishing a complete season. You got players getting brought in here for the wrong reasons just to get a fat check. Snyder was treating this team like uh, he was, was playing so franchise mode on Madden, though. He was playing fantasy football. Because, <laughs> I mean, even franchise on Madden, you still have you still have a salary cap. There's certain things that, unless, you, certain trades unless, that you just can't make. <laughs> unless you go into settings and turn fa- uh, salary cap off, at which point then you don't. I've done that before. I'm you you know what? You know what? I did that. I did that before too, and I hated it because uh, <laughs> that shit is hard. It's hard to get. It, it was. It was hard to uh, get people to get money towards my team. But uh, let's see. The Nationals are technically still new. I mean, yes, they are technically still new. I mean, they still got some years to. They still got some years. I mean, let's not crack it out because I mean they they've been here for what a decade. Les Expos. <laughs> they were formerly the Expos, one of the worst fucking teams in the league. <laughs> exactly. And since they've been in DC, they have they have had more playoff playoff trips than they did in all those years in Montreal. So they're going to take a little bit more longer. Um, these have the caps. I, I just don't get it. <laughs> it's like they have a team that's built for the regular season, but that's not built for the playoffs. I don't get that. Exactly. Exactly. This, this is a team that has been good since Ovechkin 
came into the league, but yet they cannot get over that playoff hump. Yeah, people don't realize that this year alone, the Caps won the um, the Caps won the President's Cup. Uh, they had the best record in all of the NHL in terms in terms yep. of record and points. They had 56 yep. wins. The next closest team is the Dallas Stars of 50. They had 120 points. The next closest team, Dallas, 109. They were the best team in the NHL in the regular season. But then they get to the playoffs, and they got to the second round and ended up facing a Penguins team that was so hungry that they went out and they, and they took it. They lost to the Penguins in six games. Lost to the Penguins in six games. Uh, speaking of which, I wanted to go over the scores real quick for these uh, – Second round matchups. Uh, the Eastern Conference Final is already set. Uh, it's going to be Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay. That game, that series is going to be kicking off on Friday uh, in Pittsburgh. Uh, game one will be Friday night in Pittsburgh. Uh, Tampa defeated the um, New York Islanders in five games. Uh, Pittsburgh again beat the Caps in six games. The Western Conference Finals are not yet set because both series are going to seven games. Uh, St. Louis, uh, St. Louis and uh, Dallas. Well, actually, it looks like St. Louis is about to take that series against Dallas because they're up to one right now, uh, and they're in the third period. That pretty much is done. Uh, so it looks like St. Louis is going to go on to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, Nashville and San Jose, they're also go- having a game seven. Their game seven will be uh, Thursday night in San Jose. And the winner of that looks like they're going to be facing St. Louis in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, the date of that, uh, the start, the game one start date to be determined. Uh, so, getting down to the nitty gritty in the NHL in terms of who's going to be hoisting Lloyd Stanley's Cup in uh, at the end of May, early June, and it's also getting hot and heavy in the NBA playoffs, isn't it, uh, Mr. Chills? Man, the NBA playoffs. Oh my God. Let's see. Well, Cleveland has already advanced. I mean, heavy. they they swept the Atlanta the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, did we lose? Did we lose Chills? Hello, you hear me? Okay. Well, while we while we get Chills back, uh, I'm gonna go real quick. I'm gonna go over what's been going on with the second round of the NBA playoffs, which is going on right now. Uh, we're going to start at the Eastern Conference. The uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, they get to sit back and rest for a little while after a impressive four-game sweep of the Atlanta Hello. Hawks. Uh, they defeated Hello. the Hawks in four games. Uh, they won in game one, 104-93, 123-98 in game two, game three, 121-108, and then the uh, game clinching game four, they won by one point to seal these sweeps. Uh, in the other second round matchup in the East, uh, that series is tied at two games apiece between the Heat and the Toronto Raptors. Uh, they're currently playing game five right now in Toronto. It is 21 seconds left in the fourth, and Toronto has a five and a four-point lead now, 95-91. Uh, they're trying to win this and take this game to Miami for game six where they can try to clinch it and move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, out west, uh, San Antonio currently has a 3-2 to two lead in the series after 
defeating uh, at, after losing to uh, OKC uh, Tuesday night by a score of 95-91 in San Antonio. So the series shifts back to Oklahoma for game six uh, Thursday night. Uh, San Antonio once again tried to clinch, try to uh, clinch the series and move on to the next round, to the conference finals. Uh, meanwhile, Golden State, they currently have a 3-1 series lead over Portland. Uh, game 5 mm. will take place tonight at 10.30 p.m. in Golden State. Uh, Steph Curry back in the lineup and has been paying dividends for this team who is looking to try to get back to the Western Conference Finals as they continue to try to successfully defend the NBA championship that they won just last year. Uh, so, so, uh, so far right now, uh, the conference finals only has w- one team already in, that is Cleveland. LeBron trying to win another championship, this time for his home squad. I don't think that will happen, but, but uh, it's okay. It's getting, like I said, it's getting down to the nitty-gritty when it comes to the, um, when it comes to all these, to these playoffs. But um, anyway, um, I'm predicting that it might be Cleveland versus Golden State in the um, NBA Finals. uh, In the NBA Finals, I think that's what's going to happen. I mean, Cleveland. I mean, a lot of people may not think too much of Cleveland sweeping Atlanta. May have shown that Atlanta's not really a strong team, but they might get a true test uh, against. I, uh, if Miami were to uh, win the series and move on to the conference finals, that might be where the success comes in is against Miami. Uh, Golden State, it may be Golden State-San Antonio in the Western Conference Finals. That could be a hell of a conference final uh, between two teams who have pretty much dominated the West for the last couple of years, Golden State and San Antonio. San Antonio has always had that championship pedigree um, and then, you know, San, uh, Golden State has just been on the come up recently, and they're they are the defending champions. We are we are still no working chance. to try to get uh, chills back on the line. Uh, try to get we got a little bit of technical difficulties here. This is DC Super Chef here uh, on the Skybox right here on the CSOCS uh, network. Holding it down real quick. Uh, we're talking NBA playoffs. We just got done talking NHL playoffs. The Caps uh, once again break our hearts. Uh, once again break our hearts. And I'm back. Chills, you there? Can you hear me? Yep, we can hear you. We, I can hear you, my brother. Okay. I can hear you. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> oh, man. What the, the, the Technical difficulties, I tell you. But um, uh. But before before uh. we had our technical difficulties, I was just talking about the NBA uh, playoffs, which is getting down to the nitty-gritty. The uh, We already have one team in the conference finals. That's the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers after they – uh, swept Atlanta right on out of there uh, in four games 
So they're sitting back waiting to see. Yeah, basically. So that fourth game was a little close one for them. But, uh, yeah, they, they pretty much got Atlanta out of here. Uh, now they're sitting back waiting to see if it's going to be Miami or uh, Toronto that they'll Toronto. be facing in the finals. Uh, right now, Toronto has a uh, has an eight-point lead with nine seconds left in the fourth quarter. They, they look like they're going to turn around and win this game and take it back to Miami where they can try to clinch. Uh, San Antonio and, Oak, and, um, and Golden State, they look like they're okay, um, okay, okay, they look like they're on their way to the conference finals. Though uh, San Antonio did take a loss on Tuesday night to OKC in San Antonio, but they they're gonna but San Antonio's looking to clinch uh, Thursday night in Oklahoma. Golden State could clinch tonight, and um, could clinch um, tonight as they host Portland. Um, actually, to correct you, OKC is up three two. If oh. OKC wins Thursday night, then the series is over. Okay. The first season is done. Uh, we actually got a call okay. on though. I misread that. Five one three seven. You on? Welcome to the skybox. Yeah, I, I, I was just calling to say, F the Capitals. I don't know if I can curse on this network, but I just oh, want everyone to know. Fly. Yeah, fuck the Capitals. That's just what I'm here for. Nothing else. I see the NBA playoffs are going great. Steph Curry's probably going to advance. I hope LeBron gets the ring so people can get off his back. But really, fuck the Capitals. How you guys doing tonight? Big Hurt in the house. Hurt, welcome welcome to the Skybox, sir. Uh, Yeah, fuck the Capitals. Nigga. If they had one last fight, I would be chilling at game seven. At the Verizon Center. Sipping on free beer and getting free food. You don't know how badly that hurt. You don't know how badly that one hurt. I mean, shit. I know the movie curse continues. It's bad. I mean, you know, it would be okay if you didn't have Ted Leonsis coming out, taking shots at the Redskins, calling the uh, calling the Caps a real franchise, and saying he's gonna bring DC a franchise that can be proud of again. Just taking shots at the Redskins. And and to have this happen every year, every year they make some adjustment, they fire some coach, they trade some player, and every year they end up being great all season and flaming out when it matters, usually to Pittsburgh. I, I can't. I can't with them. I can't with them. It's, it, honestly, it's like the Penguins are the Achilles heel. I mean, this is what the third, the second, third time they, they have been eliminated from the postseason play by Pittsburgh. Like, what the f- what what what's really going on here? Like I mean Well well Pittsburgh owns them. Pittsburgh owns their soul. Pittsburgh is Caps Kryptonite. Pittsburgh is Caps Kryptonite. Yeah. Honestly, I think got Ovechkin on the corner making his money. That's that's just the way it is to it. I still think Sydney Cross is the type, but okay, alright. Honestly. I think the postseason is the capital's kryptonite. Fuck it, that's it. You're on to something. The postseason is the kryptonite. Like, how the fuck you, how the fuck are you the number one team in all of hockey? And you can't even make it to the conference finals. Like, <laughs> what's really going on? That's the question. That's Yo, the DC curse. Oh, that that that, cur- that question is going to be asked numerous times throughout this po- this off season. And going into 
next season is, you know, what can the Caps do to get over the playoff hump? What can they do? You know, how is it that they could be the best team in all of NHL in the regular season, but then they almost let it slip in the first round to the Flyers, and then they get beat down by the Penguins. You know, it's you know the, that question is going to be asked all all throughout the off season. You know, Barry Trotz has got to come up with an answer. He's got to come up with something because if he doesn't, I'm sure Chad Leonce is going to get his, get rid of his ass and try to bring somebody else in here. I mean, I feel like you kind of got to give him a. Um, you can't. Uh, you got to give him a few more years. You can't. You can't. I don't feel like you can fire him this soon, but. But but you gotta do something. Something's gotta be done. These are these are the decisions Ted Leontes has to make for himself and himself alone. Um, but you know, I feel like he's got he's got bad taste in, in management because he gave Ernie Grunfeld yet another extension. So I don't know. I don't know. Give <laughs> oh, yeah. Ernie Grunfeld an extension. Ernie Grunfeld can't sign Kevin Durant. He's blown this team up so he can get Kevin Durant. What do you do? Okay, I'm yeah, not ready to yeah. have that conversation yet. Um, but but yeah, I'm but yeah, he not. has a real franchise though. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm not there yet. Like the whole KD to DC, uh, I'm just not there yet. Well, Even with I, I, don't, Brooks, I don't think any of us are ever going to be there. I don't, I don't think we're ever going to be it. there. I think we we have an understanding that he's not coming. But I don't think that the Wizards front office understands that he's not coming. I don't think they listen to him and the things he said about how disrespectful the fans were to John Wall. I don't think they understand what it's like for a young athlete from this area to get away from this area and not want to come back. I don't think they understand that. Exactly. They, they've taken this team. They signed away Trevor Reed. They let Trevor Reza go. They kept Bradley uh. Bill because they want to build around that void. That is Kevin Durant. But Kevin Durant doesn't but, come. You hire this old coach. You've blown the team up. And when Kevin Durant doesn't come, we have a hole that we can't fill. What do you do? Man, build a team around Look, uh, John Wall. I got you. Uh, Find a legitimate yeah. score. I'm sorry to skate out on you guys. If I've had something come up, i got to step out. Y'all, y'all, y'all keep it grinding, man. I'll catch y'all later. All right, thanks. Sir. I appreciate, appreciate you coming her. in. All right. That was a big Hello. hurt. That was that was a big hurt. Oh. Uh, that was a big hurt. Um, coming in, talking with us. You know, it hurts. You can hear him on First House at 8 p.m. on our brother station, True Radio Network, right before we come on the air. Uh, I've actually uh, co-hosted that with him one time before. You know, very strong, very good show, and everything like that. And you know. He has he has the mentality that a lot of uh, fans have uh, the day after being eliminated from the playoffs. You know, fuck the Capitals, but I mean, they got to figure it out. They got to figure it out. But I want to go back to NBA though. Um, so chills, like like I said, I misread it. So your team is currently on the road. They have to win on the road to force a game seven at home uh, on May the fifteenth. Can they do it, and why? Okay. But of course they can do it because this is the San Antonio Spurs. 
Um, they can do it because for the simple fact that they know the urgency of this game, and they know that if they win, Game Seven will be at San Antonio. Here's why they will win. Because honestly, I don't think Case OKC can close out this series. If they don't do it tomorrow night, the Spurs will win in seven. Yes, everybody's like, oh, but OKC has already beaten the Spurs twice at home in the postseason. They're not going to do it for a third time. If you really look at games four and five, the Spurs dropped leads in both games. Both leads in the fourth quarter. They still short on closing out the closing out those two games. Honestly, I think there's going to be, I think that there will be pressure, more pressure on OKC to get it done, opposed to the Spurs. I mean, the Spurs have been here before. They have won seven game series. They have won in a playoffs. They have won championships. So, I mean, this is just something that the Spurs are used to. Okay, see, not so much. I mean, yeah, they went to the finals a few years ago, but it's, ever since the James Harden trade, they haven't been that same exact killer. They've been a good team, but they haven't been a team that can seriously make a deep run in the playoffs. I'd say like Or this. get back to the NBA finals. I'd say like this. OKC is not that not playoff tested. They're not. San Antonio is. They've won numerous NBA championships. Greg Popovich knows how to how to lead his team in the playoffs. They're more they're a more playoff tested, battle tested team than OKC. Uh, OKC has not been there before. They don't. I don't think they know what what they're doing. Um, and I said it before before we got uh, before I got cut off is that. I think that it's, the Western Conference Finals is going to be San Antonio Golden State. I really think that that's going to be the, the Western Conference Finals, and it's going to be a great series because you have the two teams yeah. that for the, for pretty much the entire NBA regular season, they were the two, they were the two teams in the West that you had to beat if you wanted to be successful. Were San Antonio and Golden State. Golden State, they're the defending champions. San Antonio, they've been there, they've done that. That would be a yeah, great series yeah. to watch. That'll be a great there are series. They're two removed. Yeah, it will be. There are two, I mean, the Spurs are two years removed from their last championship. This is a team that can still get it done. Okay, I mean, yeah, they are older than OKC and Golden State, but they still have the talent, the experience, the knowledge, et cetera, to get the job done. If OKC do not win tomorrow, the Spurs will win in seven. I'm saying it. I'm saying it first. All right, real quick. But, you, uh, want to touch on, you want to touch on the draft? We already did that before, right? Yeah, we did. Uh, let's, let's actually talk about uh, Jordan, Jordan Reed's contract. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jordan Reed got that nice little contract, though. Fifty mil. Yeah, he's gonna he gonna be he's gonna be in the burgundy gold for another five years. Yeah, mm-hmm. Honestly, I I believe that was a deal that had to be done. I mean, 
you saw how valuable he was to this team and to this offense and to Kirk Cousins last year. So you had to make sure that he was resigned out of anyone else, out of Deshaun, out of Pierre. You had to make sure Jordan Reed was your first option on offense that was resigned to a five-year deal to make sure he's not going nowhere. That was smart on the skins we have. Also, it it was needed. I mean, it was smart. It was needed. So you guarantee Kirk Cousins' safety blanket. Now he also has more options to throw to, which is going to boost his confidence up even more. This should be a fun season. That's all I'm going to say for right now. This should be a fun season. But there's also uh, a roster. There's a ro- there's been a few roster moves though. But of course, we reported that Chris Colliver was released. Um, God, we all we have a few guys being switched over to different positions. Deshaun Jer- Deshaun Jarrett. Is now is now listed as a safety. Uh, trying to think, uh, Chris Becker is now playing defensive instead of defensive tackle, and somebody else. I, I I'm trying to remember. Uh, he's a outside linebacker. Oh, uh, damn! I forgot his name. Shit. <laughs> I think I know who you're ta- who you're talking about. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that with this one. We'll, we'll we'll probably we'll we'll figure that one out and you know talk about it on the on our page T S O T S presents the skybox. Uh, but um, I really think though that you know a lot of the moves being made, the Redskins are really trying to set themselves up to show that uh, that division championship they got last year wasn't a fluke. Uh, yeah. They want to make sure that they show that you know they they got that, and they want to try to build that division back up to be the the, the one of the top divisions in 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 the NFL. Um, and that's what you know that's what they got to do. I mean, they went like like you said earlier, they went and re-signed Jordan Reed early. They didn't even want to wait until the all season to the next all season to try to negotiate a contract, especially when you got to think about negotiating for Kurt. You got to negotiate for Pierre and Deshaun, though. They're going to probably let go of one of those two, either Pierre or Deshaun, because now they got Josh Dotson uh, yeah. in there. I'm pretty sure Josh was. I, I predicted that. You know, I'm pretty sure he was Honestly, the real good. Let's, let's actually talk about this, though. Honestly, I, I had a conversation with my uh, coworker. I think I said this on uh, our show after the draft that Pierre Garcon is going, is going to be gone. And I say I really stand strong. I really stand strong by that now. Um, for the simple fact that let's talk about it. With the skins releasing Pierre, they will save eight million towards the salary cap. Salary also, you still have other receivers around Josh Dotson that can actually groom him and help him become a really strong number one. I mean, you have the deep threat in Deshaun. You have the the Miracle Man in the slot. 
Jameson Crowder. You also have Ryan Grant, who's a solid number four receiver. At this point, with Josh Doxson, we already know he's going to be the number one. That's a guarantee. 6'2", 200 pounds, 41-inch vertical, with good speed. Some of the best hands coming out of this draft and projected as the best receiver coming out. Even though he was, what, the third taking off, but, I mean, it is what it is. But, yeah, Pete, I think this, I think we will be getting rid of Gasson. Gasson will go before Deshaun. Oh, and uh, right back I was trying to uh, think of was Trent Murphy. He is now listed as a defensive end. Okay. That's what's up, yeah. That actually makes sense because, I mean, that's a big that's a big boy. Yeah, he is a big boy. He needs to be on that line doing his thing. Uh, real quick NFL note, oh. uh, it, was announced, it was announced earlier on Wednesday, earlier today, that uh, the Super Bowl, everybody knows that the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl 51 is going to be in Houston at the Reliant, at, at the Reliant Stadium uh, for, uh, on February 5th, 2017. February 4th, the uh, 2018 game, Super Bowl 52, the host venue has been announced. So on February 4th, 2018, Super Bowl 52 will take place at the new U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, So Mm. um, that stadium is currently under construction, but is expected to be uh, ready for the the Vikings uh, season, which is upcoming this this season, and so so even after one season, that stadium will be hosting uh, the biggest game of the year uh, in 2018. So uh, that's big news. That is amazing. That's big news for the city of Minneapolis uh, that they're going to get that. Uh, So yeah, I mean that is big news. I mean, your your Newly built stadium will host its host a Super Bowl one year after being built, hosted within the first year of being completed. Shit, that's amazing. That is amazing. I mean, hats off. Man, one other quick note was also amazing is Steph Curry won the um, league MVP award, but he became the first unanimous MVP choice, getting all 131 first place votes to win the uh, MVP award. That I. Uh, if I recall when reading the news story, that has never happened before in the history of the NBA that somebody was a unanimous pick to be MVP of the league. That just goes to show you how much of a freaking monster that Steph Curry has been this season and how valuable he is to the defending NBA champion. Yeah, I mean, we are, I mean, right now, Steph is pretty much the best player right now. I mean, you can't. I mean, you can say whatever, but you can't take nothing from him. I mean, this is his league for real. Uh, he also made history by becoming the third guard to ever win back-to-back MVP awards. He joins Magic Johnson and Steve Nash as the only guards who win back-to-back MVP awards. Point guards are that. Yeah, that 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 just goes again. That just goes to show you. Um, <clears throat> that just goes to show you how how much of a how big of a player he is. You know how great of a player that he's been for this team and for the league. Uh, that he yeah. 
gets that distinction, and he just puts himself. I mean, he just continues to to set and break records, and he still got more. He still got more in the tank. He still got a nice little career to go, and it seems like he's just going to get better and better and better. Yeah, he will be. I mean, he he's going to get better by the year. But uh, we actually are over time now. Um, let's see. Tomorrow night we have Mike Chuck. Yeah. Y'all uh, here. Uh, y'all get to talk to the DC People's Champ once again. Friday night is his and her. Sunday the refresh. Monday uh, and next Wednesday it's a skybox. Skybox as always. This has been your boy Chills. Sam, how y'all doing? See y'all later. See y'all tomorrow night, though. Good night. Good night. God bless.